just a heads up, this episode deals with suicide. We talk about it a lot, so um, don't listen to it if that's something that's going to uh, trigger anything with you. So just want to respect that. Welcome to episode 7 of the Monday Music Minute. I'm your host, Wes Smallenberg, and I'm joined yet again for the umpteenth time, Caleb Davis. That's me. Welcome, Caleb. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing well. We're, we're actually doing this in a different location yeah, this time. Yeah, we're recording in my room because Caleb's roommate and my dear friend Noah is uh, packing to move to Los Angeles. It's true. To go do a little semester abroad type thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's so going to have lots of fun. We wanted to give him some peace and space, so we are down here in my room. We uh, are going to talk about something rather unfortunate yeah. and dark and sad, so... I guess a little bit of a warning if you're not in the mood to feel sad, <laughs> probably uh, save this episode for later or just skip it entirely. I will not be offended in the slightest. M- maybe a little bit. I hopefully <laughs> we'll say some stuff of value. I, c- I can't see into the future though. Yeah. But um, today uh, is a very heavy day for me um, because David Berman, who is best known as the primary songwriter lyricist and uh, vocalist of the classic indie rock band uh, The Silver Jews. And he recently um, reignited his music career after a 10-year, roughly 10-year hiatus where he just did not feel any creative inspiration and just was dealing with life. Um, But he recently uh, came back with a new record under a new name, Purple Mountains. Um, It's a really, really good record. I listened to it just for the first time on Friday. Um, and he's set to go on tour, I think in just a couple days. And, uh, today it's not entirely confirmed, but, um, this is what I think has happened. Well, regardless, he passed away. It's believed to have been suicide. Um, he's someone who's dealt with mental illness, um, very publicly throughout his entire musical career. I believe he was hospitalized for attempted suicide earlier in his career. He uh, has dealt with drugs and, um, just marital issues and so many different problems very publicly because like i said he's part of a very famous indie rock band so yeah for a certain group of people he's in what you would say is the public eye um and inspired by that and the grieving that i've been doing um over the last like three four hours since i first got the news is um i want to talk about how we respond when artists who are close to our hearts um, pass away by mm-hmm. any means. Um, you know, when it's, uh, at least for me, when it's suicide, um, it's just so much more painful, so much harder to wrap your head around and process. Um, and even on top of that, when they're younger, relatively speaking, I believe yeah. David Berman was 52, but that's in today's age, that's still only like. Th- 60% of his life, yeah. if not even just half. Um, and it was just cut so much shorter than I think anyone would have expected, given that he just kind of came back and reannounced his existence to the musical world um, with a really, I mean, depressing and sad, but also uplifting and just hopeful um, collection of songs. Um I don't know if you have any specific memories of artists, whether they were close to you or not, passing away, Caleb. But um, I guess I'll s- let you talk yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I, um, and this is 
I hesitate to call this fortunate, but um, I the bands that are the artists that I have listened to, um, I haven't had to go through that kind of a mourning process of um, one of the members uh, passing away, whether through um, sickness or just natural means or through suicide. Um, so that's something that I haven't really had to process through. Um, however, um, I understand that it's a very complex issue. Um, and so mm-hmm. I, my, my role here today is to listen and to support um, mm-hmm. And I don't want to pretend that I, I know the experience because I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, um, I want to be an ear and uh, the, the supporting hand. Yeah, this is maybe going to get a bit rambly because um, I have been given a microphone and I am full of feelings, which is usually a dangerous idea. Yeah, um, but that's okay. I think this is a good place for that. Yeah. If we can't talk about it here, and when are we going to talk about it? Very true. Very true. Um one of the first things that came to mind when um, my dear friend Joe texted me about the news that David had died was it struck me how similar it seemed like things were for um, another artist um, who killed himself, I think, just last year. And that's Scott Hutchinson, who is the front man of the Scottish uh, rock band Frightened Rabbit. Um, he hadn't just released a new album with his band or anything, but... He had released, I believe, one in 2016 or 2017, um, and they were touring. I think everything seemed, as it often does before bad news, um, seemed like it was going quite well. Um, And the comparison that kind of, at least in my mind, connects those two is how much their art and their music has dealt with the act of processing and living with mental health with depression anxiety etc um with scott uh on his band's most well-known and most well-regarded album the midnight organ fight which came out about 10 years ago um several of the songs specifically deal with suicide there's a lyric on i should know this but i can't remember exactly what it is um I think, you know, it's the song Floating in the Fourth. Um, he says at the end of each chorus, for the, or I believe the first two, I'll save suicide for another day. And it, in the moment, seems like this uplifting, like stepping away from the void, step away from the cliff and almost spiting yourself, spiting your brain, saying, no, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to keep living through life. I'm going to keep going and s- soldier on. But the third chorus or the final chorus ends with I'm going to save suicide for another year which is exactly what he did um, mm. which is just really difficult to realize and what's even worse is the song refers to I believe the fourth is a body of water I think a river in Scotland and there are other lyrics in the song that refer to him being found or I guess the narrator of the song being found floating there having passed away having killed himself and that is exactly where scott was found Hmm. almost 10 years after that song was released as part of that album um and that wrecked me for like two weeks yeah when i heard about that um and actually uh because of the power that scott's music and the band's music has had and just um there's another lyric that um, almost balances out all the dark just this one powerful line um, from the song Head Rolls Off. Um, and it's, while I'm alive, I'll make tiny changes to the earth. 
Um, and that actually has inspired my first and only tattoo because of just how profound that is and what I think um, if you choose to live and kind of adhere to that statement and that like um, that mantra, what good can possibly come from it? And um, it's just instead of focusing on all the negatives and the just the dread that comes from wondering how do these people that have been living with this for so long and so publicly and so profoundly um, and by extension creating so much joy and encouragement through their listeners and their fans because I, I wasn't a huge fan of either Frightened Rabbit or Silver Jews and David Berman's music up until like recently or pretty close to when each respective artist killed themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And both times, and this is probably just a weird, weird thing that I do where when an artist dies by any means, same thing happened with David Bowie and with Prince who I think they were only like a month or two apart. And those both really hit me. Um, I go on a kick of listening and really getting into those artists' music. Yeah. Um, as a way of honoring them, not because I think my streams will give them their like estate money, but just as a way of getting in touch with their legacy, with who they were throughout the years. <laughs> with uh, Prince and Bowie, obviously they have massive discographies, so I haven't fully journeyed through everything they've released, even by now. Um, but with the other artists, it, it helps you build a more profound connection. Yeah. And you're almost bummed. Or I'm, I'm, I am extremely saddened that through such a horrible thing happening, I have found such meaningful music. Yeah. Um, and if you dwell too much on the connection, on that connection, on how you came to connect with these songs, then it's just gonna <laughs> almost ruin the experience. Ben said, just folks, no, I'm going to appreciate this art for what it was, for what it is, and will always continue to be as long as I have ears that function and as long as I have access to listen to these words and these notes, which is really all that music is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a really rough thing. Um, I don't think there's really an easy way to look at or understand death of mm-hmm. any kind, particularly no. suicide. Um um, but I think one thing that we can, one at least somewhat positive thing that we can take from this is um, the power of music um, mm-hmm. that it has as a positive impact. Um, and for one thing, how it can be used as um, a, a way for people to help cope with their own emotions. Um, uh, but then even with that, um, that it's it's not like a fix-all kind of thing. Um, there's, uh, there's a complex struggle that goes into depression and it's different for every person. It's not to say that just because you're a musician and you write about your depression, right? Very personally. Yeah. And just because you're honest about it doesn't mean that you're going to be okay. Um, Mm -hmm. but it, the power of that music, it does exist and I think it also exists for the people listening to it as well Mm -hmm. um, because those of us who have survived the death of these artists 
um, and even in your own experience, you can listen to it and you have found meaning in it and the legacy and the power of their music lives on through you and through the other listeners as well. And you can take comfort through their processing of their own struggle. Mm -hmm. And again, not to say that that coats over anything, um, but if there's any good thing that we can take out of it is, is that mm -hmm. there is a positive force that comes through yeah. that and any any bit of positivity that we can cling to in times like this mm -hmm. where it seems like nothing really matters um i think is is good to hold on to those yeah. things um with this uh specific with david's uh passing um it came at a i mean it, so it's never a good time but it came at a time where um tony morrison also just died mm -hmm. and she's a very well beloved very just incredible poet and writer and also just all the horrible things that are going on in our world and in America and everything. And what I, what I always kind of struggle with, with um, these things. And I promised to myself and Kale that I wouldn't get too much into this, but I think I can hopefully turn this into somewhat of a positive point. Yeah. Um, it's really easy to just get exceedingly weary yeah. um, and just be, weighed down by everything that's happening and like um with the just the more general i guess um current events um and maybe other artists that you are authors creators people that you aren't as connected with um it's easier to kind of just almost shrug it off in yeah. a kind of reductive way but like you, you're still for someone like me, I, I feel everything. I'm a very, I'm very emotional and very, <laughs> like I see one single sad thing. I'm like, oh, time to cry. Hey, hey. Yeah. Um, where stuff like that, it's it's much more. It comes in a much more passing moment, I guess. It's like, oh, I'm gonna kind of think about this and maybe like with um authors, like maybe read like an excerpt that someone posted on Twitter that had a stronger connection with their art and kind of pondering that and maybe getting inspired to, oh yeah, I, sh I I'm, I'm interested. Um, I'm going to use this as a catalyst and an inspiration to dive into their, their work, which is something we talked about a little earlier. Um, but then on, when you take all of that, all these other more general things, at least for like the individual, whatever that may be. And then you take something that is personal and put that on top of it. That is like the, feather that lands on top of the mountain and it makes everything kind of fall apart. Yeah. Um, and it's really easy to get swept up in that just avalanche of feelings um, and struggle even harder than maybe you have been recently or even that day in that moment. Um, and to dwell on all the negativity and I think that there is some poignancy and some good that can come from dwelling on it and pondering it. And wallowing is not the good word for it because you don't want to just sit there very yeah. statically and just let it kind of seep into you and make you more bitter or angry. Um, you can turn it into something more profound. And that looks different for, I think, each person and each individual instance of handling grief uh and it's it's kind of a double-edged sword you need to be careful with it um so like 
when an art when a musician dies listening to their music can be a way of catharsis and really honoring and appreciating the work that they put out into this world while they were alive and just kind of paying your respects in your own way um but it can also just feel like you're tying like a ball and chain around your ankles Mm -hmm. at the bottom of the ocean you're like i'm gonna stay here this is fun this is good i'm gonna uh and just letting it stay with you yeah you need to um i think be careful with that um and often reading the thoughts and feelings of others um this is one of the few good things about social media is that um at least with music twitter uh, when an artist like this passes away, so many people that have had connections with them, that have grown up and lived and learned through their songs, it really kind of unifies us and unifies everybody and everyone's sharing their memories and their favorite lyrics and their favorite songs. And just reading through that, it breaks your heart even more because you really realize how many people that maybe like you look up to as well also looked up to this person, mm-hmm. but it also creates a sense of camaraderie encouragement where you realize okay i'm not alone in this everyone's grieving all these people are grieving yeah but they're going to keep living i'm going to keep living we need to focus on the positive and that i never thought i'd sound like a (laughs) some sort of like positivity preacher but i think in times like this it's important to at least give that an, an acknowledgement and um yeah uh give it as a reminder whether I'm just talking to myself or whoever ends up listening to this, um, whenever they end up listening to this. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to share cause I already feel like I'm rambling a little bit. Um, I guess to close, um, instead of the traditional closing of sharing a song. Yeah. Um, though I guess before I get into that, um, listen to silver Jews. Um, if you like indie rock, alternative rock, really literary, r- clever, heavy, depressing lyricism <laughs> and that kind of music, um, listen to their albums, uh, specifically American Water. That's the kind of classic of the of the bunch. Listen to David's newest album, Purple Mountains. It's really good. Um, and yeah, just listen to your favorite artist today whenever you're hearing this and just appreciate them, whether they're living or dead or whatever, just appreciate the fact that people make art and share it with others. And that's just always that I don't lose appreciation for that. Cause that's just yeah. an, such a neat thing. I guess it's such a powerful thing. Um, yeah. So I'm going to close by sharing a uh, lyric from the closing song off of American water, which is silver juice third album from I think 1998 if I'm not mistaken, um, it's called the wild kindness. Um, it go, uh, the, the final chorus goes, I'm going to shine out in the wild kindness. I'm going to shine out in the wild kindness. I'm going to shine out in the wild kindness and hold the world to its word. Um, and that kind of slapped me in the face when I listened to it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So think about that. Listen to some music. Appreciate art for what it is. And don't be afraid to get sad over it, I guess. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for bearing with me as I pretty much just 
go through therapy over a microphone. Thank you to Caleb for kind of just being here to listen, being here to encourage and contribute his always valued thoughts, even if this is, I guess, <laughs> I would say fortunately, not as personal of a situation for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rest in peace, David Berman. Um, yeah, wish you'd been able to stay with us a little longer. This is the f- uh, episode seven of the Monday Music Minute. I'm your host, Wes Mullenberg. Thank you for listening. <laughs>